Welcome to Wrestling the Revenue Podcast, where we educate, enlighten, and encourage how we improve our quality of sleep to grow our business and improve your health and wellness. I am Donetta D. Mooring, certified sleep science coach, certified holistic life coach, author, national editor of the Black National Unity News, and a speaker. I am pleased to have my special guest, Paula Benincourt. Holistic Health Counselor. Welcome, Paula, and thank you for your time and expertise. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, great. Well, no problem, but thank you. So I'm going to get right to the questions. Now, my first question is, why do you decide to focus on food allergies from a holistic perspective? Why did I? Oh, because um, I myself suffered from multiple food allergies. So, oh, wow. um, yeah, yeah, so I suffered from it. I was working in a very stressful job. I was working as a dispatcher in a prison. Um, and so basically my body decided to shut down. <laughs> so um, mm. food just became like the enemy. <laughs> so, yeah, so holistically, I decided to go holistically because um, I did go the route of trying to get help from doctors. Um, Mm-hmm. And they just weren't helping me, doctors or nutritionists. You know, I had mm. to really reset my body and and go whole foods and all of that. And they were, you know, like nutritionists were giving me things like, um, I forget what it's called. I think it was like Boost Breeze, you know, different types. And, and no offense to them, you know, like right. they were trying to get me the right nutrients. But my body was so shot. <laughs> I needed mm. whole foods. There couldn't be any chemicals in it whatsoever. And they were giving me things that had chemicals in it, like certain protein powders and things. It wasn't wasn't going to work for me. So I was I like, see. I need to figure this out. So, yeah, I went to several different practitioners. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's yes. great. But, but you know what I love about it is is that, that when we find when something is wrong with us, and, and and we reach out to the professionals or someone who supposed to not saying that they don't know what they're doing, but is not able to help us, that we find a way and, and, and then um and then it becomes our passion because you don't want others to suffer like you did. And then that that you know, re- it really fills the fire as far as helping other people to realize that there's another route. You know, it's not always the medical way that the whole, you know, that the holistic, which, um, of course, treats the whole person. So, you know, right. it's good that you went through it because at least you know what to do and then you can help others, too. So I'm, 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 I really congratulate that. You know, I really congratulate you on, on that. Thank okay. you. You're welcome. So the next question is. What is the root cause of eating unhealthy? Like, is it emotional? Is it habits? So what have you found? The root cause of eating unhealthy was a combination of different things. My goodness. Um, so definitely how you grew up. You know, um, I was rebellious. <laughs> I will say that. But one thing, I'll definitely share this with you. One thing I learned was... Um, because I was so rebellious, I, you know, I wasn't getting the foods that my body really needed, the nutrients, I should say. Um, so one, believe it or not, is sugar in our foods, our healthy foods, like an apple or an orange or even your vegetables, carrots, sweet potatoes. I was, I just was a meat and potatoes kind of gal, you know, I just wanted chicken and potatoes and 
cookies and all that kind of stuff. And um, my mother had a fight with me when I was really little to eat my vegetables. So what I realized is I was, my body was craving sugar because it wasn't getting it in the whole foods that it should have been getting in it. So that was part of it, you know, and then um, my mom, you know, my mother liked sweets and things like that. So as I got a little bit older, you know, she'd always have sweets in the house, you know, and I was able, when I got a little bit older, of course, eat what I wanted to eat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody was going to tell me I can't have a cookie for breakfast. So I would have Right, right. And then, you know, but, but even when I was little, I always craved the sugar. And it, you could blame it on, you know, they do talk about how baby food had sugar in it back right, in the day. Yeah. So um, you could blame it on that because one of my favorite things in the whole world was blueberry buckle, believe it or not, it was baby food. And it just, it was sugary. It was sweet. (laughs) So, you know, now they sell it, you don't get the sugar in it. So um, do we know? So that's part of it. You know, um, from day one, are you getting the sugar from, you know, the baby food from on up? What's your environment? What was mom eating and being around you? Um, and what what did your body really need? And then, you know, the other part of it is what's on the, on the television? What's what? the media hyping up to tell you to have? You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I would definitely say that that's, that's what, you know, made me eat unhealthy. Um, in fact, my sister became a vegetarian. And I guess you want to call it karma or whatever, but I used to make fun of her. I'm like, what do you mean? You're just having carrots and rice. And then lo and behold, I wound up with food allergies, and I had to have all these vegetables to stay alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I see exactly what you're saying. See, now, the, the thing about it, I'm glad you brought it up because, you know, what happens to you as a child does sometimes affect you your whole life. And so I'm glad you mentioned about how you grew up because that do make a big, big difference. And what's introduce so so that's definitely um and and of course i know it takes a long time to break that habit and normally it's something that happens in life to that person to make that change so um yeah so yeah yeah but thank you for sharing that i appreciate that so the next you're welcome so the next question is can we develop digestive issues later in life that affects our sleep yes absolutely um Digestion happens while we're asleep, so Mm -hmm. you need energy to digest the food while you're asleep. So if you're not digesting, you know, if you're eating like a heavy meal per se, like fatty burgers or steaks and things like that, your Mm -hmm. body's trying to digest that while you're at rest. So it's like aggravated because, you know, it's, it's trying so hard to digest it and it can't. So you might wind up, sometimes you wind up with, like, if you have, like, something with, like, tomato sauce, for example, you Mm -hmm. might wind up with heartburn. Um, I know for myself, you know, this used to be a myth, but when I was younger, I used to eat cheese, and I would have nightmares. It used to be a a myth that you'd have nightmares when you ate cheese. But I I believe... Oh, cheese? Hmm. Yeah. My true belief with the cheese, though, is it is a hard thing to digest. Mm -hmm. So... Of course, your body's waking up because it's try- it's working. It's trying right. to digest something. So you might be having a nightmare because normally you just don't remember your nightmares. You know, you're sleeping. Right, right. You don't always remember right. them. So this time, because your body's so, you know, working so hard that that's probably why it, um, it 
you know, you're waking up with nightmares. You do, most of the time we don't remember our dreams. Right, so right. I think that's right. where the myth came from. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah. But you know, know what? something you said, um, I definitely agree upon because what I do at times, I time, I sometimes eat my dinner for lunch and my lunch for dinner because mm-hmm. of not eating heavy. You know, just say if I have um, some chicken and string beans and some corn or something like that, I might eat that for my lunch and have a salad for for dinner because of, you know, you're not wanting to go to sleep on, on heavy food or you're trying to digest it. And so I, I definitely understand how that can affect your sleep. And a lot of people, I, I don't really think, think of it that way because dinner is always late or dinner is always the evening time. But you can, you know, it doesn't always have to be that way. So I'm, I'm glad you shared it with me. So yes, great, great. Thanks for listening yes. to Rest Leaves the Revenue Podcast. We're going to take a quick break. Hey there, this is KG with a new podcast, Resist the Diaspora Experience, where we discuss family, faith, and finance. We drop this podcast every other Thursday at noon. So who is this podcast for? This is specifically towards people in diaspora, their children, and their grandchildren want to discuss how they navigate the financial world in the U.S., how they're teaching or will teach their children and grandchildren, and how some of their decisions affected, is going to affect, will affect their children, who are first or second generation Americans, and we want to learn to do financially better on purpose, right? We want to share, unload, and most importantly, educate. So listen every other Thursday at noon. See you there. This is Donata D. Morin. I want to share with you my new book, 21 Days to Improve Your Sleep, Hygiene, and Lose Weight. It's a great book that provides guidance, tips, and techniques on how you can become more mindful, gain energy, and become more productive to grow your business. I appreciate you purchasing my book on Amazon, or you can go to my website, Donata D. Morin, which is D O N. A-T-A-D-M-O-O-R-I-N-G dot com. Thank you for your support. I am Donna Maureen, Wrestling's the Revenue Podcast, and we have our special guest, Paula. And I know you have, I think you have a, um, a comment that you wanted to make before the break. Yeah, so I just wanted to go a little deeper with, you know, how we digest our food. Um, yes. This was something that I learned in um, Integrative Nutrition, the school I attended, um, and it was just really eye-opening to me. So um, in Chinese medicine, they have something that's called our internal um, meridian's body clock. And so in our meridian's body clock, our body digest food in different ways at different times with different organs. So like, uh, for example, I'll give you a couple examples. I mean, I'm not going to go around the whole clock. We'll be here all day. <laughs> I'll just give you a few examples. Sure, um, no problem. At 10 p.m. 
at 10 p.m., the endocrine and metabolic balance immunity is at work, and that's rest time. Now, from 11 to 12 a.m., 11 p.m. to 12 a.m., you release bile and uh, detoxification and fat metabolism. There's cellular repair there. You build blood cells, and that's when the gallbladder is at work. From 1 to 2 a.m., this is your deep sleep, detoxification of the blood, rest and repair. You're storing sugar. Your mind is getting organized, and that's when your liver is at work. So if you wonder why you wake up at 2 a.m. a lot of times, because you're, that's like when you're working the hardest on your digestion. Your liver is really working. Um, from mm. 3 to 4 a.m., our lungs are at work, and then at 5 to 7 a.m. is wake-up time. Now you go to the bathroom, and, you know, you just start your day. So like I said, I'm not going to go through all the time. Why, but why, I just thought yeah. that was really eye-opening to me to see how the body works at different times at night. And to really realize that, you know, why, why is, you know, why are we waking up at 2 a.m.? There's a reason. Why? Yeah. So I thought that it, was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh now, now, could you, could, could you repeat, like, like, when people wake up and not able to go back to sleep, and I know sometimes they normally say it's between 2 and 3. So, yep. so what happens around that time, you said again? Yeah, so between 1 to 2 a.m., we're, we're in a deep sleep, and then our mm-hmm. blood is detoxifying, we're at rest, it's time for the body to repair, you're storing sugar, your mind is getting organized, and then the liver is at work. So that's the like, liver? The liver, oh. I mean, the liver does a lot in the digestion area, so I mean, okay. that's why you wake up, because it's working okay. so hard. Now, wow. if you had, like you said, you had a salad, Lighter right. meals, you may not wake up because your body's okay. Right. It's it's able right. to digest what it ate. It, it's resting. It's fine. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Oh wow! Thank you for sharing it. Oh my goodness, that that was um, that was interesting. Okay, great, great. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so so moving right along. So then the next question is, is it difficult to change eating habits when you might not like the foods that you need to replace? Yes. Like, you know, like, like yes, yes. because I, I guess what I'm saying, like, um, if someone normally eat a lot of rice, but maybe they should be eating cauliflower or just say they eat a lot of corn, but they should be eating something else. So is it is it difficult to change when if you need to change to that food, you might not like it that you that that you know what I'm saying, right? I do know what you're saying, and um, okay. it was even diffi- a little bit difficult for me, and, you know, I'm not 100% perfect all of the time. I don't think anybody can be. Right. <laughs> they align <laughs> if they say they are, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's that's what I find with people. You know, for me, I had to change or I would have died. I actually did mm. go into anaphylactic shock several times. Oh you know, goodness. my body was just rejecting the food I ate. Well, it was really um, not to get too too much into it. But it mm-hmm. was really be- mostly because of gluten and stress. Inflammation oh. in my body, stress, it wasn't, the gluten wasn't digesting, so other foods wouldn't digest. So I had oh. to change my ways. And like I said to you earlier, I liked my sugary foods, I liked my garbage foods. But as mm-hmm. I got a little older, I got sick of being tired, so I did start to change my ways. So thankfully, when I got the food allergies, it wasn't too, too difficult to change. I mean, I was on the path of eating a little. You know, I had changed some things. I was starting to eat vegetables and things. But I find with other people, I hear this a lot. Well, I don't like that. And I don't like this. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, 
but you've got to, it takes seven times to change the palate. Why? Now I Why? find myself, you know, like I said, I, I want to junk food constantly. Now I find myself, if I go off the beaten path a little bit, you know, I mean, not so much now as much, but like around the holidays, it was really tough. You know, if you're around relatives and things like that, my mom used to make all kinds of cookies for Christmas. You know, I would mm-hmm. eat a little bit. But right, when I right. was younger, I would have kept going for the, the junk, keep going mm-hmm. and going and going. Now I've noticed when I go off the beaten path a little bit, my body's like, what are you doing to me? I want a salad. It starts to crave healthy food. Mm, it's, it's, that's it good. just wants to come back to balance, yeah, because I've, mm. I've been on that healthy path for so long. So I can go off of it for a little bit. But right. it tells me, it's like, I want something green. You know, like even today, I was actually just thinking about this. Um, I was craving um, fish. Well, I've got a lot on my plate. Like I'm trying to do stuff for my business and things. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, maybe I'm craving the fish for brain food. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My brain right. needs to focus. Right. You know, so yes. you have to think about what, you know. Um, but getting back to what you said, yeah, I do find that a lot of people are just like, they don't want to change at all. Right, and I'm saying right. to myself, well, then you're never going to get better if you don't just try to eat something else. Right, <laughs> you true, know what I mean? True, you have true, to. True, true. You have to. Yeah. You won't get better yeah. if you have health yeah. issues. Right, right. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. All right. So I have a, another question. How mm-hmm. does improving your healthy habits contribute to better sleep and more energy? Well, because now you're going to sleep straight through the night. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Um, if you're, yeah, if you're sleeping straight through the night, you're going to wake up refreshed and feel energized and, and mm. not, not wake up feeling like you got no sleep. You right, know? right, so, right, um, right. I would okay. definitely say that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, great, great. Once again, thank you for staying with Restly's to Revenue Podcast. We'll be right back. Hello and welcome to Out and About with Antoinette on the Delaware Blogger Podcast. I'm your host, Antoinette Blake. And if you're a new listener, let me tell you what you'll be hearing here on Out and About with Antoinette. Each week, I have an opportunity to interview a guest who is from in or around the state of Delaware that is doing positive things in their communities. I will introduce you to them so that they can share their vision and their mission, and then you can share it with others. So stay tuned each week to Out and About with Antoinette. In the meantime, in between time, make sure you subscribe to my blog, dellblogger.com. Find and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at dellblogger, and on Twitter at Delaware Blogger, and you can see my face in the place on YouTube and IGTV. See ya, it's the DE Diva, aka the Delaware Blogger. Thank you for staying with our special guest. Paula, I really appreciate all your time and information. I mean, I learned so much. I had to ask you again because I was like, wow, that's really, I mean, that's really interesting. So thank you so much. And I'm sure when people listened that um, at least they will start being more 
mindful as far as their foods and everything um, that you said. So I would love for you to share. How can we support you and contact you? Okay, so you can um, get in touch with me on my website, enrichyourhealth.com. So that's www.enrichyourhealth.com, and it's E-N-R-I-C-H-U-R-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. Um, I have a online store there that you can get ebooks and recipe books based on people that have food sensitivities, food allergies. Um, it's for everybody, but it, there's a lot of things there based on that for autoimmune people, um, a lot of stuff there for that, like gluten-free, dairy-free, all of that kind of uh, foods. Um, you can get to my social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, through my website. Uh, follow me there. And now I'm also happy to say I'm on Clubhouse. So my name on Clubhouse is at the at symbol Paula Denoncourt. So if you are on Clubhouse, it's kind of a new platform, um, but I'm starting to do some uh, speaking on Clubhouse as well. So you can follow me there. So and Wait. my number is. Oh, sorry. 508-330-9665. Okay. Now, could you. You spell, could you spell yep. your last name so that way people would know? Yep. So my last name is Denoncourt, D-E-N-O-N-C-O-U-R-T. Okay. Thank you. I can be reached on my website, which is at the bottom of the podcast, and that is donettadmoring.com, and that is spelled D-O-N-A-T-A-D-M-O-O-R-I-N-G.com, and as always, sleep heals. 